Good afternoon, our viewers and listeners. Welcome to yet again another episode of uh, Connect. And this is a talk show where we integrate the Word of God with normal life issues. What we go through every other day when you wake up, when you go to sleep. And we want to get to understand again today on issues to do with depression when we talk about matters mental health. In our last session, we had uh, an interactive session just talking about what depression is all about. And I'm also happy that today in the house we have Linus Oyugi, a counseling, uh, uh, a, a counseling clinical psychologist. Yes. Thank you so much, Linus, for uh, coming back and uh, being always free to discuss issues, mental illnesses, and uh, what we what information people need to, to get to hear. So last time we had a very interactive session. Yeah. And... Um, a number of our viewers and listeners are reaching out to us. And there's a question and something that we need now to, to move forward to discuss about today. And one of it is one of our listeners was asking about is a depression caused by sinning? And we will see when we talk about issues to do with causes. But again, one of our listeners was asking, um, can depression be explained by an act? You know, somebody is acting and behaving in a different way. Can we say that that is because of depression? Mm. Yes. Karibu sana. Yeah, that's a good question. Mm. Depression can explain so many behaviors, mm. can explain so many things, can explain why somebody is not uh, struggling to wake up in the morning, mm -hmm. why they're sleeping excessively, mm -hmm. why they're losing weight, mm -hmm. why they're adding weight. Mm -hmm. Depression can also explain why somebody's feeling suicidal. Mm -hmm. Depression can also make it explain why somebody's struggling to complete their tasks. Mm -hmm. But what we usually say in mental health is that mental health conditions explain behavior, mm -hmm. but they do not excuse behavior. Wow. Yeah. They do not excuse yeah, for, behavior. Yeah. Some people, when they're depressed, they may feel suicidal, so mm -hmm. they, the aggression is directed towards themselves. Some mm -hmm. people may direct their aggression towards other people by mm -hmm. feeling beside them. Mm -hmm. It's not, not really unusual for somebody to feel like that as well. Okay. So we can't, we can't really say that uh, mm. uh, every action uh, can point to depression. Eh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, wow. Well, thank you. Then um, another issue that came up from, uh, again, our listeners is on the issue to do with depression and disability. Can we say that somebody who is depressed is um, disabled or we can put them in the brackets of being um, having an issue to do with disability. Yeah, um, in the country, as far as I know, mm -hmm. maybe, perhaps I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Depression is not really classified as a disability mm -hmm. or a physical or a mental disability. Mm -hmm. But for uh, according to the Congressional Congression for Human Rights mm -hmm. for Persons Living with Disability, mm -hmm. mental health conditions are actually classified as disabilities. Okay. Yeah. So, but, but, but not even just saying that. We know that severe depression can actually disable a person in so many ways. Sure. Sure. Uh, we talked about causing significant impairment in daily functioning. People who are depressed may struggle to go to work. Mm -hmm. They may struggle to eat. They may struggle to maintain personal hygiene. Mm -hmm. And these are all elements of disability. Mm -hmm. So, depression and other mental health conditions indeed can disable a person. Wow. Yeah. Then, please allow me to read from the book of um, Psalms and. Um, Chapter 34, verse 4, says, I sought the Lord and he, he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with sin. So despite what we are going through um, as people and as people who know and read the word of God, it's good to sort, always to look upon 
Lord. And again, the, the book of Second Chronicles uh, 7.14 also talks about us humbling ourselves before God. You know, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, um, pray, seek my face, and turn away from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven, I'll forgive their sins, and I will heal their land. So it is a disease, but again, it being a disease, and we get to understand quite a lot about depression when we are seated here. It being a disease, God is telling us to humble ourselves before him, to seek him, you know, to turn, to turn from our wicked ways and also to pray. And uh, interestingly, this Sunday we were being taught about just giving praises on what we are going through. You know, in everything that you're going through, give praise to God. Let's forget about many things. And we saw a number of things when we had the, the last session. But again today, um, Linus, I want us to steal uh, from our listeners. Eh? Let's differentiate between stress and depression. Mm, yeah. yeah, That's one of the most commonly asked questions. What's, mm. what's really the difference between stress and depression? Mm. Uh, I think the simple answer would be to say that one is a mental illness and mm. the other one is not. Mm -hmm. I think by just saying that you can tell uh, that depression is actually a, a serious mental illness that mm -hmm. can be quite debilitating. Mm -hmm. But stress is not a mental illness. Mm -hmm. so, although stress is not a mental illness, it's actually been classified by the WHO, mm -hmm. the World Health Organization, as a physical syndrome mm -hmm. with identifiable sy symptoms. Mm -hmm. um, stress, by definition, is your body's physical or emotional reaction to a demand or threat. Mm -hmm. So that definition does not tell you whether stress is negative or positive. So stress mm -hmm. actually can be good, mm -hmm. But oftentimes stress is negative. Okay. We actually do need a significant level of stress for us to be able to function at our best. Mm -hmm. But too little stress or a situation of too little stress or no stress at all or mm -hmm. a situation of extreme stress, mm -hmm. those two situations are undesirable mm -hmm. because somebody who does not have stress is very lazy, mm -hmm. they're lethargic, they probably want to sleep in bed all day, they've mm -hmm. got no motivation. Mm -hmm. So stress actually does motivate you towards a course of action. Mm -hmm. But Prolonged negative stress can actually lead to mental illness. Mm -hmm. So if you're chronically stressed about something and you're not doing anything to distress, mm -hmm. you're not uh, practicing self-care, being mindful, you're not looking after yourself, mm -hmm. that could lead to mental illness. And as we're going to talk about maybe the symptoms, uh, the causes of mental illness, stress is actually one of them, one mm -hmm. of the major causes of, of, of depression. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. You've heard from uh, Lainas. And uh, we are jumping to the causes now because uh, uh, as I started earlier, I was talking yeah. about issues to do with sin and, uh, and, and depression. But again, when you look at other definition, not just the academic kind of uh, definition, but the worldly beliefs uh, from out there, the many causes that people would say are the ones that are causing depression. But, yeah. um, Maybe from your point of view, what what do we say causes depression? Yeah, so depression is 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 probably one of the world's most studied conditions mm -hmm. on the planet. Mm -hmm. Why? Because depression and anxiety are actually two of the most common illnesses on the planet. Mm -hmm. um, they actually ex uh, extrapolated to cost uh, the glo the global economy about. Two trillion US dollars every year in terms of treatment, mm -hmm. managing people who have depression and anxiety. So wow. it's widely studied. Mm -hmm. Although it's widely studied, mm -hmm. uh, st studies actually have not been able to uh, narrow down the cause of depression to one reason or to one factor. So we don't know any single known cause of of, of, of depression. Mm -hmm. 
But what we do know is that there are risk factors to developing mm. depression. Mm. So there are conditions mm-hmm. that can make it more likely that an individual will develop depression. Oh. But one of the one which I think is the most compelling reason as to why somebody might develop depression is mm. bio, for biological reasons, mm-hmm. genetics, mm-hmm. Family, family history of depression. So we find that for patients that we see on a regular basis, when you look at the family tree or the family history, mm-hmm. we'll find similar symptoms or similar traces of the same condition. Mm-hmm. Whether their grandfather had depression, mm-hmm. their mother had depression, their father had depression. So you can actually inherit a genetic predisposition from depression. from your from your from your father or your mother or mm-hmm. from your grandparents. Mm-hmm. That would make it more likely that you'll develop depression. Mm-hmm. Having said that, mm-hmm. a genetic predisposition oftentimes is not enough. You can be born with a genetic predisposition mm-hmm. and the predispos- predisposition will remain dormant for the rest of your life. So it will wait for what we call a trigger, mm-hmm. something to trigger it. So mm-hmm. a combination of a genetic predisposition with a trigger like chronic stress, mm-hmm. where you're chronically stressed and you don't do anything about it, or you start to engage in substances, mm-hmm. you start using alcohol or drinking, mm-hmm. can now trigger the onset of the symptoms of depression. Mm-hmm. Other other uh, risk factors include gender, where we talked about in the last um, 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 interview, mm-hmm. that women are disproportionately affected more when it comes to depression compared to men. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, yeah, but, but we do have a lot of men also suffering from depression, and the number is not really accurate because we, we think that there's more than we actually think more men uh, with depression. So gender, um, history of trauma, mm-hmm. and especially trauma early in childhood, what we call adverse childhood experiences, yes, uh, could also predispose a person to depression. Mm-hmm. Having personality traits that uh, c- can also make some people vulnerable. The studies uh, talking about introversion, which is a personality trait, mm-hmm. and it's linked to depression. There's some differing studies that actually show that extroversion mm-hmm. Um, can predispose a person to depression, so, mm-hmm. which is very, very, very unclear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's other, also other minor, ma- minor factors like poor nutrition. Really? Yeah, poor nutrition. Mm-hmm. There was actually a study recently, not uh-huh. not long ago, mm-hmm. um, in one of the Kenyan uh, television uh-huh. uh, media uh-huh. uh, that that talked about fries, French fries, chips. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that, there's, there's a connection. There's a link. Remember, they're listening. Yeah. Right now, maybe they're taking chips. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a there's a connection between eating French fries and depression. Mm-hmm. So nutrition actually does significantly affect your mood. Mm-hmm. And now the studies showing that uh, that uh, chips or French fries mm-hmm. could actually be linked to depression. Mm-hmm. I think we we really need to look for that and read more about that because I know our viewers or listeners maybe are taking a. A plate of chips right now, yeah. Yeah, maybe so maybe they, they have stopped eating when maybe you they mentioned need to reduce that. the intake. They need to Not reduce the intake. Not just for their mental health, but also for their physical health. Mm. <laughs> I think because also sometimes we think it's a quick snack, eh? Mm. And um, it helps us when we are watching or doing something, eh? Interestingly, but but I've also found out an issue to do with uh, depression and causes in the Bible, and uh, an issue to do with hopelessness, you know, mm. and fear. Um, the Bible talks about uh, hopelessness and fear that it can cause uh, depression. Yeah. How do we talk about that mm. in a different term? Yeah, hopelessness is actually a symptom of depression. Mm-hmm. In the in the in the Bible of psychology and psychiatry that we call the the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual for Mental Disorder, mm-hmm. the DSM five. Mm-hmm. So it's actually one of the symptoms of depression. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's just what you, you you'd expect. Mm-hmm. What do you expect from somebody who's hopeless? 
they've got no nothing to look forward to. Mm-hmm. That's probably the darkest place, one of the darkest darkest place you can be. And uh, suicidal ideation or suicidal attempt, mm-hmm. one of the the, the 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 aspects that have been found to be more highly associated with suicidal thought is actually feelings of hopelessness. Mm-hmm. When somebody has got no hope, mm-hmm. they're actually very very likely to uh, to die by suicide or even to think to think of suicide. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, even as we talk about the causes of uh, depression and trying to enlighten ourselves and uh, our viewers today, I know we have uh, in our families, maybe we have um, people who are suffering from depression. Mm. And some of them might be uh, people from uh, you know the, the, the younger age, eh? the youth, eh? from to, to, to 35. Eh? I don't want to give the statistics because I know you, you manage to do quite a lot. But as we talk to the caregivers, eh? Uh, because I know some of the, our, our parents eh, are taking care of uh, children maybe who are suffering from depression, spouses who are also suffering from depression. Eh? What message do we give to them about uh, caregiving for this category of people? What they need is empathy. They need empathy and understanding. What do I mean by empathy? Mm-hmm. You as a parent or as a caregiver, you need to constantly try to put yourself in the same frame of reference as them. Mm-hmm. Put yourself in their shoes. Mm-hmm. Think with their mind. Mm. Uh, feel with their heart. Um, feel with their emotions mm. and understand what they're going through. I think empathy is one of the most important things when it comes to helping a person uh, when they're going through something. Understand them mm-hmm. and encourage them to, to, to seek help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, we talked about... One of the symptoms of, of depression could be like lethargy, where you don't have energy to do things. Mm-hmm. As a parent or as a caregiver, you can motivate them mm-hmm. to do the little things and, and also uh, praise them and, and, and applaud them when they do something small. Mm-hmm. Because an applause would lead to them doing more and more mm-hmm. and eventually completing tasks. Mm-hmm. So I think the key would be empathy, okay. empathic understanding. It's very, very, very difficult Mm. to understand a person if you're not them. Sure. It's it's a a skill that actually can be practiced and learned. And that's why earlier we said in our last episode, we talk about it's only God who can understand us, what we are going through. And it's also very hard for you as a human being to, you know, to get into the other person's shoe, to feel with them. And... uh, that's why we keep saying we feel with people. We do not understand what they're going through, but we feel. But again, why we why I, I brought that up is because um sometimes when you visit people at home who have people who are suffering or patients who are suffering from depression, they try to hide them. Or rather they try to ignore them. Eh? Mm. And um it's it's not a good act. Eh? What you've said that we just need to be pathetic about them and also getting to understand them. Wow. That brings us to um, another issue on treatment. Mm. And you spoke earlier about diagnosing it. Eh? Mm. And uh, you also say let us not self-diagnose issues to do with depression. Yeah. But there are people who come forward and they say, I don't think I'm feeling okay. I am not myself. Eh? Mm. So um, as a clinician, you have met these people, you have spoken to them. But again, what are the treatment? And this now, as we talk about the different types of depression, eh? yeah. I know for some, as you said earlier, we don't need to give them the antidepressants. Eh? So what are the types of treatment? Yeah, it's good, good part, good question to talk about. Mm-hmm. I think before treatment, there's prevention. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. is it 
uh, st studies actually do show mm -hmm. that most of us, before we die, mm -hmm. even if you don't have a genetic predisposition, we'll mm -hmm. have at least one depressive phase. Mm -hmm. So we are not going to go scot-free. So mm. it's something that affects pretty much all of us. So we need to learn ways of ensuring that we are, we are making sure or ensuring that we don't get to that level. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think, importantly, what you can do is self-care. Take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Take care of your spiritual self-care. If you are a Christian, go mm -hmm. to church. Mm -hmm. uh, read the Bible. Mm -hmm. If you're a Muslim, go to the mosque. Mm -hmm. um, read the Quran. Mm -hmm. If you're just taking care of your spirituality, but since we are, we are Christians here, mm -hmm. just uh, reading the Bible and, and following Christ, mm -hmm. that uh, can act as a protective factor for, for people, from uh, protect them from uh, developing depression. Mm -hmm. Um, eat a healthy and balanced diet, drink mm -hmm. plenty of water, mm -hmm. exercise regularly, mm -hmm. um, make sure that you maintain a stable social network mm -hmm. and talk, uh, have positive conversations with positive people. Mm -hmm. and, and that can go a long way in preventing um, uh, depression or ensuring that you, it doesn't get to a level whereby mm -hmm. you are meeting the diagnostic criteria for depression. Wow. When you spoke about prevention and, uh, and, and you're encouraging us as uh, Christians to read the word of God, to pray, it's very, very vital for us. Because eh? the only way we can fight this battle is uh, on our knees, praying and thanking God. So let's find our quiet time to, to talk to God about our anxiety, mm -hmm. our fears, what we feel is not working out. Let us bring them to the Lord because he's the only person who can be able to, to hold us at par. He's the only one who can be able to to help us with whatever we are going through. So that is part of our prevention. But again, let us not forget that um, sometimes it can be overwhelming, even for us. Eh? And sometimes you go before God, you're praying and you feel like there's nothing, nothing is happening. He is also encouraging us to do self-care, take yeah. a walk, swim if you can. You know, cook if that is can be a therapy for you. So thank you for mentioning that. Uh -huh. So we are now talking about um, treatment. Yeah, the first line treatment for depression. Um, this is standard mm -hmm. um, worldwide that before you think of anything else, when somebody has been diagnosed with clinical depression or major mm -hmm. depressive disorder, mm -hmm. is medication. And we're talking about antidepressants. Mm -hmm. um, and we have third generation, very, very good um, antidepressant medication with very limited side effects mm -hmm. uh, that are very, very effective in treating depression. And we've got very different, several types of antidepressants. We've got mm -hmm. tricyclic antidepressants, SSRIs. Uh, your psychiatrist is going to, you can, will prescribe something that works for you. Mm -hmm. uh, but we also have psychotherapy. So, the, uh, and, and medication is to help with the chemical changes that are associated with depression mm -hmm. because depression is associated with chemical imbalances. Sure. So it handles all of that. Uh, but depression is not just about chemical imbalances. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes people are de depressed because they've got a negative way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Maybe they catastrophize mm -hmm. or they're, they're, they're perfectionistic. They're overthinkers. Uh, they're, they're black and black, white thinkers, black mm -hmm. and white thinkers. Mm -hmm. So this is where now therapy comes into play. And specifically, a mode of therapy that we call CBT, cognitive mm. behavioral therapy, mm. that focuses on how to change the way people think, and in that way affect how they behave and how they feel. Mm -hmm. But best treatment outcomes are uh, are experienced when there's combination of medication and psychotherapy. Okay. Uh, but medication is specifically for very very serious 
or severe depression, mm-hmm. you can have depression, be diagnosed with depression and choose not to be on medication and still do well with just psychotherapy. Mm-hmm. But based on the severity, uh, doctors would prescribe medication, which is very effective. Mm-hmm. Although, just lastly, there's also treatment-resistant depression, mm-hmm. whereby maybe somebody has been on treatment for a long time and the medication ceases to work, mm-hmm. or they're just not responding to medication or psychotherapy. Uh, last resort is what we, is actually called uh, uh, electroconvulsive therapy or ECT, something that we also offer at Chiromo Hospital, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is um, very, very effective for treatment-resistant depression. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's good to to also get to understand. Mm. And while we have spoken about treatment and you've mentioned about the talk therapy, yeah? and uh, when we say therapy, we are talking about the talk therapy counselling, yeah? Yeah. just going in talking to a professional about the issues that you are going through, then then again, the best treatment is talking to God. Yeah. Now he's the best therapist of all. Eh? Talking to him about what you're going through. We will keep repeating this today. He is the only one who can carry our burdens. Absolutely. So as, as we think about the other treatments, let us also think about talking to God through thanksgiving, talking to God through praising him, talking to God just... You know, telling him, telling him everything about our lives and what we are feeling. Yeah? So um, on top of the same, we have different type of myths eh? and uh, beliefs about causes of depression. And the first one is, uh, you know, the Christian kind of, eh? I'll put it in quotes, eh? that um, depression is caused by sinning. For you to be depressed, yeah. I mean, I, I, that's also a th- more or less a theological uh, question. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the first thing that comes to mind is Christ, mm-hmm. because Christ was sinless. Mm-hmm. Christ is not sin. Mm-hmm. But actually, the Bible in the book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 37, mm-hmm. maybe your listeners can listen and read at their own free time. Mm-hmm. It talks about an incident uh, in the Garden of Gethsemane where mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. spoke about feelings or, 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 or symptoms that, or feelings that would actually be depression like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we know that, uh, and, and he even talks about. He gives uh, us a perfect example of how to deal with depression. Mm-hmm. He talks about feeling overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Mm-hmm. Overwhelmed with sorrow to the point. And we, this is Christ yes. himself. Mm. And the way he deals with it is that he, first of all, mm-hmm. identifies one of his disciples, mm-hmm. talks to them, tells them uh, exactly how he's feeling and mm-hmm. labels the emotion. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to God to pray. He goes to his father to pray. To pray. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back and tells them mm-hmm. that stay with me, mm-hmm. keep with me. Mm-hmm. So he's even asking his disciples to stay with him mm-hmm. because he's in a, in a difficult emotional mm-hmm. state. He so needed them. Jesus Christ himself, he was sinless. He was mm-hmm. perfect. He was, mm-hmm. he was white as snow. Mm-hmm. And he still experienced symptoms of depression. Mm-hmm. So that means that depression is not really sin. Wow. It's just an affliction, condition. Christ can heal it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also personally believe in that. Wow. And also just to also tell our viewers that uh, for those people who are depressed, we need to bring them closer. They have not really done something that has, um, can we say, pissed God off. But we need to bring them closer, which is the yeah. other means uh, that we we talk about when we say depression. Uh, one very common myth is that depression only affects women. 
Mm-hmm. I think we've already proved that by statistics. Yeah. That although it's true, it affects more women compared to men. Mm-hmm. Um, it it does affect men to also a, a significant proportion. Mm-hmm. And we know for a fact that suicide, which is a symptom of depression, mm-hmm. actually kills more men than women. Mm-hmm. So it does affect both men and women. Um, some people believe, and I think this is uh, very, very inaccurate, that talking about depression actually makes it worse. That if you have depression mm-hmm. and you talk to somebody, it makes it worse. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually does the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. There's something that we call catharsis in psychotherapy, whereby mm-hmm. the simple act of just talking about what you're going through just uh, helps to relieve the amount, a significant load of the stress that you're going through. Sure. Talking about depression, especially in safe spaces mm-hmm. like therapy mm-hmm. or with a trusted friend, actually does help. So find spaces to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, some people also believe that antidepressants mm-hmm. always cure depression. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always cure depression. As mm. we talked about, we said that uh, depression is not only due to chemical imbalances in the brain. It could also be caused by negative thinking styles. So de- uh, medication is not going to change your thinking style. Mm-hmm. So what you need is therapy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes what you need is a lifestyle change, mm-hmm. exercise regularly, eat a health and balanced diet. So depression, uh, antidepressants are very effective, mm-hmm. but they're not the, a perfect solution for depression. Wow. And lastly, people believe that depression only happens due to a bad situation. Mm-hmm. So depression is just a reaction of a bad situation. Mm-hmm. There's so many examples of people with perfect lives. Mm-hmm. They've got a very stable career. They've got a very good relationship with their partner. Mm. They are rich. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've got a very stable social network. Mm. And yet they die by suicide Mm. due to depression. Mm. So it's not just situational. Mm. You can actually be depressed when everything around you seems to be doing well. To be okay. Yeah. Wow. I've also had um, people saying that um, on issues to do with uh, postpartum depression. eh? Yeah. Um, which can be caused is caused by um, issues to do with ancestral spirits. You know, uh, you've been cast maybe by your father-in-law, your mother-in-law, and so. But again, today we are demystifying those issues, and uh, when we are talking about the means and the beliefs. Huh? So, um, thank you so much, Linus, for yeah. for for that information. It's really good information for us to pick. But I'd love to inform us, inform you and myself and the viewers today that God knows your name. He knows my name. He knows every thought, you know, that crosses your mind, that crosses my mind. He sees each tears that falls. And the last thing that he does is um, that he's ready to hold us, you know, in case of anything. So he has promised us quite a lot. Let us keep connecting with our God. Let us keep trusting him and praising him despite of or regardless of what we are going through. This has been Connect. Thank you so much for connecting with us to donations to do with depression. Looking forward for more sessions on uh, mental health illnesses. And uh, please feel free to reach out to us using the social media handles on the screen. And we will be very available to uh, to answer your questions and also to keep talking about issues to do with mental health. Thank you so much. God bless you.